0: From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. My name's Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live on texasfootball.com, on Facebook, on YouTube, or on Twitch, which you could put on your television. Oh, God. Or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. They call her the Duchess of the Dorks. They say, don't look her directly in the eyes. She's Ashley Pickle.
1: I don't think they say that. Hi, friends. Um, You can look me in the eye.
0: They do say that no and sitting to my right he is the president of next little athlete he is the recruiting analyst here at dave campbell's texas football he is our good friend he is my favorite greg He's same greg powers oh wow. wow. like Appreciate a lot that. yeah my wife's favorite greg too
2: oh yeah that's a big accomplishment <laughs> i'll take that i'll take that for the win. she's
0: got enough of my nonsense Dub. uh today is wednesday november 10th 2021 15 days till Thanksgiving. Guys, two weeks from tomorrow. Pickle and I were looking over like sides today. Mm-hmm. Get your stuff in order. Because here's the thing, guys. And I'm saying this for your own health. You're not going to the gro- go- want to go to the grocery store on Tuesday or Wednesday to get everything. No. Because it's going to be picked over. It's oh, going to be yeah. tough. And there's supply chain issues. You never know. Prepare and there's people everywhere. Now. Prepare now. Mm-hmm. Go get what you need. Make a menu. And then Thursday, Friday, go get your groceries. Uh, happy birthday to Teddy
1: Bridgewater. Okay. And Chopper Andy. Oh, happy birthday, Chopper Andy. <laughs> it's episode
0: 1,279. On today's show, guys, we're going to take the best parts of the Tuesday show and the best part of the Wednesday show. We're going to cram them together. We're going to have this week in recruiting with Greg Powers, next level athlete, talking all things recruiting across the Lone Star State, and then we will be joined by the Hall of Famer, Craig Way, uh, to talk all things Texas high school football as we careen into the playoffs. And so... A lot to get to. Do we have first four through the door?
1: We sure do. It was Rob Hadaway, Miss Terry Adams, Aaron Arbuckle, and Tony Blaylock, but we have to give a special shout out. Um, this one came in in the pre-show, but it was coach Riley Dodge.
0: see this is he I did don't, it uh, yeah <laughs> he, I he,
1: the question the specific question was did I miss first one in the door so he didn't want to be first four he wanted to be at number one
0: <laughs> see here's the thing RD. alright <laughs> um like Pickles being nice to you and mm-hmm. she's like lumping you and she's get, you're getting a participation ribbon coach yeah because like she likes you like that's the like basically I wouldn't do this you know what I mean because we have standards <laughs> here on Texas football today but congratulations <laughs> to Riley Dodge kind of first <laughs> four through the door
2: he's achieved his dream congratulations coach if, if you missed it back the, on the 10 and0 South Lake dragons I'm gonna step all over your thunder oh, oh there you go <laughs> 10
0: and O South Lake dragons yeah you're right 10-0 no Southlake Dragons. Am I supposed to say that? Good job, I think, <laughs> think Southlake Carol Dragons. A... They get mad if you say it. Southlake Carol okay, Dragons. Southlake yes. Carol Dragons. I've, I've incurred the wrath of the Southlake people before by saying, just calling them Southlake. Like, like you work, just did. We're Carol High School. Um, anyway, hi, Coach. Thanks for watching. Uh, okay, a lot to get to. Let's start with this. <clears throat> I'm Greg Tepper. That's Greg Powers, and this is This Week in Cruton. <laughs> it's this week in recruiting. We're getting better and better every week. That <laughs> might be Greg my Powers, favorite part of the athlete. week. <laughs> Follow him on Twitter at gpowerscout. Follow they on Twitter at next level D1. c his fine work at texasfootball.com slash recruiting. And, of course, this is brought to you by our good chicken friends at Chicken Express. Chicken Express. Pickle was kind of sad last week, and so she got Chicken Express. And then what happened, Pickle?
1: It warmed me up from the inside out. <laughs>
0: guys I love it it is it's a little <laughs> yellow box of happiness
1: oh it slapped was <laughs> it was yeah. so good
0: yeah you were in a you were in a foul mood and you and you, you came to me and you're like i'm gonna go get chicken <laughs> for dinner and i'm like you know what that seems like a good a good mental health a good mental health decision.
1: <laughs> i did <You> know? <laughs> yeah I by was the way down. Ra- I riley
0: dodge it. has texted to say put some respect on my name
1: there you go. I, uh, I tried, I coach. So,
0: yeah. Pickles, dude. I'm just sandbagging you. Since so we've been recruiting with Greg Powers and XL athlete, uh, we'll start with our prospect on the rise. This show's imagine parachuting into the show for the first time. Yeah, welcome. Oh, what a psychopathic show this is. Uh, our prospect on the rise is 2022 running back Andrew Paul out of Parish Episcopal in the Dallas area. He has picked up some a trio of big new offers. Houston, Auburn, Michigan State. He also has offers from Cal, Colorado, and Mizzou. Um, This is a guy at the private school ranks who has helped turn Parrish into one of the most feared offenses in the state. uh, Powers and his nearly 1,700 yards and twenty-eight touchdowns are just just the tip of the iceberg for a kid who uh, is pretty darn special.
2: Well, we thought that there might be some fall off after they lost their, you know, Preston Stone, Mm -hmm. who was... A four-year Mister Everything at Parish Episcopal, but they've only had one setback on the field this year. They had an early early season loss to Austin LBJ, who has a pretty talented yeah, team. They're, I'd say that they're pretty has, good.
0: That loss is aged pretty well. Yeah,
2: so that one's aged pretty well. And Paul is the guy that's kind of taken over um, that team, especially on the offensive side of the ball. At five foot eleven, two hundred and twenty pounds, he has enough burst to be considered a dangerous home run threat, um, but has the skill and size to completely run over the top of. Uh, anybody who gets in his path, and you can start to see like the offers that are coming in for him. I, first Missouri, a couple weeks ago, kind of got the ball rolling on his end of the season offer run. And you think, you know, I guess I think sometimes as Missouri is a hard-hitting type of team, mm-hmm. you know, even back in the Big Twelve days, I kind, I did never, I guess, I never considered Missouri's up tempo. I guess is the best way to say it, you know?
0: Yeah, they had a minute there, like. <sighs> With, like, the Chase Daniel teams, they tried to go tempo, yeah. but in a lot of ways, like, that was that was the exception as opposed to the rule. Uh, generally speaking, especially under Gary Pinkle, they were more like, you know, we're going to huddle up, we're going to come at. Even when they had dynamic playmakers like Brad Smith, they didn't go no huddle. Anyway, that's Mizzou historian Greg Topper for you.
2: Cool. And now Michigan State jumping on board. You know, that, you know what they are in the Big Ten. They're mm-hmm. a team that likes to line up and punch you in the mouth, but... He also has offers from Colorado, Cal, Auburn, and Houston at the Power 5 level. So it kind of talks to his versatility that he could probably really fit into any offense. And now he has to to make the decision. What does he want to do in college? Well, now he's got six Power 5 conference options, and we'll see who wins out. Yeah, he may, in fact, get some
0: more down the road. Uh, Let's get to our Commit of the Week. Our Commit of the Week. Let's go to Fort Bend Marshall. Talk about their wide receiver, Chris Marshall. It's easy to remember. Yep. Mm-hmm. Chris Marshall from 4-Pin Marshall. He has pulled the trigger. He has committed to Hullabaloo Connect Connect, the Texas A&M Aggies uh, over. Uh, he had offers from most uh, most notably Alabama and USC. He's number 21 in the DCTF Hot 100. You think he might end up being the best receiver in the class?
2: Could be. I mean, he definitely could be. And why I, why I say that or why I, what I like about his upside is that he doesn't have a whole lot of on-the-field experience. Um, last year was his first year uh, playing, really playing football, and I think he was the district newcomer of the year mm-hmm. last year, or the offensive, one of the, he he won some great accolade for all the stats he put up, and then he came back his senior season and he's even better because he has more experience, um, he, he I, I was trying to think of, like, a comparison, actually. I went on my way in today, I was like, who's a good comparison for Chris Marshall? And, and actually kind of reminds me of Devontae Adams, like a high school version of Devontae mm. Adams because he has, you know, that six foot three, one 195-pound frame, and he can go over the top and, and make plays over defenders, but he's uh, he can run really well after the catch, and I think that's what makes Adams pretty special.
0: I'm going to use a word, and I, I mean it in a respectful way. I don't mean it disrespectfully. Would you call
2: him a project? You know, I don't know. I was thinking... You don't even like sometimes to use the word raw. I, I have a history lesson on that. I called... I wrote in one of the capsules for DCTF Rising Magazine one mm-hmm. time that Donovan Jackson was raw. Mm-hmm. And... I was the, the you heard got, did you hear about I it? heard about that and he came to a lot of events to prove to me that he was not raw that he was refined mm-hmm. but I like that he took that as a chip on his shoulder and wanted to prove that I was wrong with our descriptive explanation of his game mm-hmm. and he was probably ju- justifiable in that I don't know even know if Raw is the right word. Let's just say that his upside is. Brilliant. So he's yeah he's just maybe just inexperienced. Maybe like yeah. let's not let's not get too cute.
0: Like he's just inexperienced, and with experience he could be. He's already pretty good. He could end up
2: being the
1: ceiling is high special. Yeah, <laughs> the
2: ceiling is very high with him, and yeah. I think that he does have a chance. By the time the dust settles, you got guys in this class like Evan Stewart and Caleb Burton. But by the time the dust settles, um, he could be the Mike Evans type that mm. kind of you know. Gets called early on in the that, NFL draft.
0: That is certainly saying something. Well, we're talking this week in recruiting with Greg Powers, next all athlete here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation. #Hashtag TF Today. Okay. Let's maneuver over to our underclassman of the week. Our underclassman of the week. We're talking about Arlington Seguin Junior Safety Jamel Johnson. Um, he has uh, C- committed to Texas. He has committed this week. He is a a, a junior. He is committed to the University of Texas. Had a couple of other offers out there, but he has pulled the trigger to go to Steve Sarkeesian's Longhorns. Here's a guy who, you know, versatility is probably the name of his game. He's got a few different ways that he can beat you. Uh, You like him as a safety, uh, but he's one of those guys that, I guess it's the way that football is going in the the 21st century, is you've got to have versatility on the back end, and Jamel Johnson certainly
2: brings that. Well, what I... I mean, this is a guy that's going to be in that top 10 conversation Mm. for the class. Oh, wow. So, this is a really big pickup for Texas, early pickup uh, in the class of 2023. You know, Texas has had, uh, you know, always sustained recruiting success year in and year out. But um, this is a guy who tracks the ball really well, isn't afraid to come up and lay the hammer down um, and and be a great tackler, uh, but just seems to always be around the football. And – nationally I think that he'll be a big name he runs well he has good size and really could have played for any program in the country so for Steve Sarkeesian to get this commitment and you'll see on that clip that just came up his closing speed Mm -hmm. is tremendous so will safety be his best fit or will he be you know a bigger island cornerback who can lock down one-on-one receivers on the outside I guess that'll all play itself out in the wash but um Definitely a very talented guy who uh, you probably don't want to test in the defensive secondary.
0: Yeah, a name to know there in Arlington Seguin safety, Jamel Johnson, you know, just a junior. So we'll be talking about him for probably an entire year uh, from here on out. So uh, enjoy us talking about you, Jamel. Hey. Uh, And finally, let's round it all out with our recruiter of the week. Or our recruit of the week, and actually, you've recruits. Uh, you've uh, you've changed this to recruits of the week.
1: We're, we're calling we it the to. Cedar Hill trifecta. We're here. talking
0: about Cedar Hill cornerback Jalen Peoples, Cedar Hill defensive tackle Harvey Dyson, and Cedar Hill defensive tackle Sincere Massey, a trio of three star prospects who have all committed to Texas Tech. And I wonder why. Is there something going on in Lubbock? I, that I we need to be made aware of. I, do, I don't know. Uh, yes. They have a new head coach, and their oh. new head coach has a history with Cedar Hill. He does. Yes, it turns out this new this guy, this Joe McGuire, oh. um, turns out he used to be the head coach there. Oh, so he huh. has in- inroads. Oh. He has some inroads, and he has used those immediately, like
3: hours like after his of. opening press conference. <laughs> Before, he, landed, even.
0: He, he landed these three commitments from his from his old stomping grounds there, and and turned them horns loose. Country
2: Jalen Peoples has been you know a wire to wire DCTF hot 100 guy. He really jumped onto my radar early on in his career. Um, whenever he had the tough job, I think it was one of the Green Brothers that he mirrored in coverage. Hmm. This first opening game on varsity when they played Allen, and he had some really big plays in that game, and hasn't really looked back uh, since then. Uh, really a finesse corner who can hang in a receiver's hip pocket and uh you know has a chance to lock down anybody so a good first commitment there at texas tech for joey mcguire but it wasn't but a few hours later that harvey dyson joined him on that commitment list and harvey's a guy who uh, plays defensive end mostly in the cedar hill defensive front but has the versatility to slide inside and do some different things um and I, that flexibility is what what I really like, and what I think colleges liked about his game. He's pretty athletic for a guy who weighs 260 pounds, and then they capped it all off with a commitment from some sincere Massey, who was, actually, uh, our prospect on the rise a few weeks back, mm-hmm. uh, commitment to Arizona State. He decommitted from Arizona State so he could switch his his. Uh, Commitment to Texas Tech picked up a recent offer from LSU and at six foot five, 270 pounds. I think I dropped the name up. I think I dropped the name Cam Hayward, you know, because he's a bigger defensive lineman who moves exceptionally well for somebody at that size. Back in the day, you didn't ever think about defensive tackles being six five, right? They that's or defensive, you know, defensive ends being six five. 300. Well now t- today's game has you know changed significantly and he's one of those guys who could play that traditional defensive tackle role in a 3-4 or um, move inside into
0: a 4-3. So. Well, look, yesterday in his p- opening press conference, Joey McGuire said, you know, we're going to play defense in loving." and it was an applause line. <laughs> Everyone was really excited. And here's a good start, right? You know, a, a, a trio of guys uh, that he's obviously pretty familiar with at a program that he's pretty familiar with. I guess I should use this as an opportunity to plug mm-hmm. the fact that tomorrow... We will have my one-on-one interview with Joey Maguire that we recorded this morning. I had a great conversation with him. We put a clip up on Twitter if you want to see a little bit of But we sat down for about 15 minutes, uh, talked about uh, what he's going to bring to the program, uh, what about leaving Baylor, about uh, what he thinks of uh, retaining a guy like Sonny Cumbie potentially, things like that. So we will have that exclusively here on Texas Football Day Tomorrow, my interview with Joey Maguire, the new head coach of the Texas Tech Red Raiders. One guy who I always have an exclusive with.
1: That. That one didn't work near as well as it usually does.
0: Someone who always works near as well as he always does.
1: That okay. Pain.
0: Someone pain. <laughs> is Craig Powers the next level athlete? Follow him on Twitter at G Powers Scout. Follow next level athlete on Twitter. Next level T one C. His fine work at TexasFootball dot com slash recruiting Powers. Appreciate your time, my friend. And um, yeah, next week you can do this, right? Uh, maybe yeah. the seventeenth. Sound about good.
2: As long as it's not the day, uh, yeah, I'll even be here the day before Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. Well, we are If we're open, we can talk about that. I mean, we have to have our Thanksgiving spectacular. So. Oh, you my draft of. was the strongest last year. It really was. We are Texas Football
0: today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells, and of course see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Hope you'll consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas football insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That's our subscription package. Hey, we've got a recruiting magazine coming out. Powers is working on it. I am too. I mean, a lot of people are working on it. It's not just Powers. Anyway, if you want to get it, you can go up a Dave Campbell's Texas Ball Insider. slash subscribe Texas Football Rising coming to you shortly. As soon as we finish it, we got to finish it, right?
2: Yeah, we're we're. I think we'll finish it.
0: Yeah, I guess we should probably. I should probably start.
2: Say what? What we're yeah, we're probably three fourths of the way done. Uh, One fourth to go.
0: Well, yeah, I've got to, Yeah. I've got I'm three fourths pages. of the way done. Yeah, I've got to go. I've got 10 days to lay this bad boy out.
2: Pickle, let's go
0: to the hotline and let's bring in a day late, but not a dollar short. He is the play by play voice of the Texas Longhorns. He is the Texas High School Football Hall of Famer. Uh, you can hear him on the horn in Austin every weekday. He is the great Craig Way. Craig, how are you today?
3: I'm good, but if you think I'm not a dollar short, then you haven't seen uh, my uh, my kid's college education tuition bill of late.
0: That's no, tough, but fair. <laughs> sure. that's, that's that's true. That's an oversight on my part, and I apologize. It, uh,
3: I would just say to you, I would say to you, Tep, and and you already know it. College fund, college fund for uh, for <laughs> Hank and for uh, arrival number two to come. College mm-hmm. fund. Get that puppy started. You'll be, you'll, you'll thank me someday.
0: Okay. I guess, yeah. All right. I'll, I, I should probably start. Pickle, can I borrow 10 bucks? Nope. Okay.
3: Uh, talking with Craig White,
0: Texas High School Hall of Famer. Craig, it is the most wonderful time of the year. Um, the playoff brackets are out. The playoffs start tomorrow. I believe the first game kicks off about, I think there's like a six man game that kicks off at like five o'clock. So the playoffs start tomorrow within a, a matter of hours. Um, I know that you've gone through, and you've said that you're, this is one of your favorite weeks of the year, uh, because of just the volume of win or go home games across the state. So my question for you is: Is there one particular bracket, one particular, uh, yeah, one particular division that has caught your eye the most that you've spent more time glaring at, more time poring over than perhaps uh, others?
3: Well, I will tell you this. I would say that th- the answer is yes, but I would say this has been building for some time. I think you're going to know uh, where I'm going with this because, and it would make sense because you and I have talked about this quite a bit, and that is five A Division One Region Three. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would that would appear to be now. So I said, "Wait, oh, you meant you meant Region two. Right, uh, I could give you Region Two. Certainly, you have a defending state champion and the number one team in the state, and Denton Ryan. You've got Longview, you've got Highland Park, and you've got College Station—all fair game. The only reason why I mentioned Region Three is it's—it's it's got some unknown in it. It does have a state runner-up in Cedar Park in it, but what it also has is several really good teams that we're going to find out. Just how really good they are. Dripping Springs, Pflugerville Weiss, uh, obviously uh, Peto. Uh, we're going to find out. Uh, Maynard, I'll give you another one there that could be dangerous. Going and Buta Johnson, who plays Cedar Park. So you got you got all those. That's why I think there's more intrigue in Region Three, whereas in Region Two you've got known commodities. You have what is it? One, two, three, four teams that won state championships in over the past what five six years. They're in Region Two alone. So uh, Region Two, it's a fair assessment to say Region Three I think has a little mystery, a little more mystery and intrigue. For me.
0: We haven't talked a ton about what happened in week 11 because a lot of it is just kind of like, you know, we've, we've got the next thing and the next thing is playoffs and, and playoffs are great. Uh, but I do want to go back to, to one of the big spotlight games, Pickles down there at the Battle of the Lakes, Austin Westlake and Lake Travis, and, and Austin Westlake with a resounding, uh, one could say, trouncing of Lake Travis in the Battle of the Lakes. Um, my question for you does that change your opinion at all about either of those teams either obviously the positive for Westlake or in the negative for Lake Travis heading into the playoffs uh
3: not really I will tell you having visited with both head coaches in the last 24 hours uh Hank Carter at Lake Travis yesterday Todd Dodge in studio this morning on my show today they pretty much said the things I thought they were going to say about it now I did ask Coach Dodge point blank I said, I've seen a lot of your games over the years. I've seen games when you were at South Lake Carroll. I've seen games at Westlake. I said, uh, I saw games in North Texas where you had some big wins. You did, even in the brief time at the college level. I said, I've, I've seen all of those. Would it be fair to say that as a regular season victory goes, especially in a rivalry game, that that was as complete, as impressive, as good a performance mm-hmm. as you have ever had and he didn't hesitate and said, yes, mm-hmm. it is. When you, when you factor in the fact that Lake Travis is a really good team, that it was kind of a, a bowl game, if you will, because neither team was going to be hurt unless they got physically hurt. And both teams appear to have come out of it all right. And, and uh, you know, that it could only help. He said, I hope we've made Lake Travis better he said i'm rooting frank i know they made us better in some prior years when we weren't mentally ready to deal with them when they had the long winning streak in it so it was some refreshing honesty about that and and coach carter for his part yesterday said it, it exposed some things we've got to get better at uh in terms of the kicking game and and some things some areas to tighten up but on the other side of that, Todd Dodd said that they have the, one of the big things they have at Westlake is the goal board, like a lot of coaches do. Mm-hmm. And you have your goal board, you try to reach all these goals. He said, We only reached half of our goals on defense because Lake Travis can move the ball. And they did move the ball at times. They got 21 points in the game, which is which is more than what anybody else has done against Westlake this year. Of course, they gave up 63, though. But. You know, that I that tells me also that I think Lake Travis is gonna be okay, at least for the time being, as these playoffs get underway.
0: Talking with Craig Way the Texas High School Hall of Famer here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation in hashtag TF today. Um, and so Craig, I, I, I this is this is an odd question, but with with the first round of the playoffs rolling around, um it strikes me that the, that the first round of the playoffs, especially when you get to the big uh, in in the eleven uh, man classifications, because it's sixty four teams, the first round of the playoffs can 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 find can sometimes fall a little bit flat in the chaos department. Uh, usually, the chaos rolls uh, rolls on in about the the second or third round is when things really start. It starts to hit the fan, as as a pickle is so fond of paraphrasing. Uh, my question is. Can you remember? Is there a by district, a first round upset that really stands out to you from the past? Uh, that perhaps, perhaps if there's a coach listening who's thinking that they can throw their jock on the field on Friday night and and and, and advance in the next round, they can use as a as a um, as a what's the word? I'm Reminder. For? Reminder. Yeah, good word. Uh, as a, a cautionary tale. Is there is there a, a first round upset that you remember that really sticks out to you?
3: Yeah, there is, uh, and and before I get to it, I, I will tell you that uh, the way the situation uh, works with what you're referring to, your timing is is exquisite, Ted. Huh. Again, i referred refer to the to the Todd Dodge conversation this morning, and he said, I said to my guys yesterday, fellas, what would how would you practice today if you knew this would be the final ever? Tuesday practice you were ever going to have last one uh, and and they all looked at him quizzically and he said the reason why I say that is every year there's a shocker in the first round of the playoffs mm-hmm. and and probably just about every year an undefeated team gets knocked out in the first round and I agreed with him on that, that happens just about every year, certainly there are shockers as we all know, like you said and I think you made a great point of it uh, last week when you were on Football Friday when you said there will be a game nobody's thinking about right now, a matchup that all of a sudden everybody's going to go, wow. on, And and I agree, somewhere that game is lurking out there. We don't know which one it is uh, yet, but he said that if you knew it was going to be your fight, would you practice your best practice ever? Because you're going to need to practice that hard to get ready because no matter what computers or rankings or whatever people say about us, Hutto is going to come in ready to go on Friday night. He said, I know some of that is coach speak, but, but he said every year there was a shocker. Now, to your question, yeah, let me take you back. Well, you guys were alive, but not by much. Um, um, uh, Pickle might not have been alive. Nineteen ninety nine. Were you I'm alive? Two years. Okay, so you were you were a tot. Okay. <laughs> Nineteen. Uh, I'm sorry, you're one year. This would have been ninety eight. Nineteen ninety eight. Yes. Um, first round of three uh, A playoffs. You had a four time defending state champion in Sealy get shocked, absolutely shocked by industrial in the bi-district round. And we were getting ready to do the live show that night, the precursor of the current, you know, scoreboard live, back then it was called High School Extra Live, and uh, and and our producer had a format to follow, we go 5A, 4A, 3A, which I kinda, you know, showed him in the past, this is a good way to do it. We were doing it back then. He goes, no, we gotta stick the format. And I said, this is Man Bites Dog, I told him. <laughs> I said, we have got to lead. With Sealy, and and he was steadfast, refusing at first, and then he kind of stomped up in the in the control room. So I get on the set, and I get ready, and 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 I tell the guy who's handing me the scripts, get me the Sealy script. And He goes. But I thought you were starting. I said, get me to see He's going to, he's going to think it through it. Sure enough, he did. He said, all right, we're leaving with Seeley." So it was, it was that deal. And I said, he goes, you get your way on that. I said, it's not getting my way. You made a very wise choice because it was the shocker of the past few years that you had a team that went 63 and one and won four state titles that uh, in a row get knocked out in the first round of the playoffs. That was the shocker. So that's the one that always comes to mind for me. Whenever I think of a by district shocker, Sealy in '98.
0: Craigway, the Texas High School Hall of Famer. I know that producer, by the way. Um, and um, yeah. so, <laughs> I know him very well. Uh, it is uh, time to uh, to play our 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 most cruel game to one another, which is uh, which of these games would you rather go to? Now, the by district round, as we mentioned, can be a little bit hit and miss sometimes because you know there's some you got some first place teams, you've get some fourth place teams, things like that. But but I think all of these are worthy, Craig. And I I, I ask you, which of these three would you teleport to? Would you teleport to Shenandoah? For spring and the woodlands, would you, uh, would you, let me make sure I get the, uh, the, where this game is. Uh, would you go to the 3A ranks, uh, to, where is this? Come on, where is, it? where are you, Halotsville and Cameron Yo? Um, wherever Cameron Yo and Halotsville, that game is in Brenham. Uh, that's Thursday night in Brenham for Halotsville uh, and Cameron Yo, Or would you go out west to Abernathy? Uh, or rather, to Muleshoe to watch Muleshoe, or I'm sorry, Abernathy and Friona. Which of those three games would you take?
3: Well, here's here's the way you do it. You you put the you plug the Thursday in game in. You go to the Thursday game, then you teleport on Fridays. That way, you get two on a bonus ah, weekend.
0: Okay, that's smart.
3: You see, and and I'm gonna and I'm gonna throw you one more. But of the three you mentioned, uh, it's probably it's it's probably. Going to be the abernathy um, uh, Friona game for me. I think those are uh, two evenly matched ones. But but the other one I'm going to give you is the aforementioned Cedar Park and Buter Johnson. Yes. I mean, yes. Is, is, is this the week that that Cedar Park goes out because they have kind of had an uneven up and down kind of kind of season this year? Uh, you know, with they, with uh, they've had injuries. Of course, the coaching change with Coach Contrera taking over there is this. The week that we have that, where they get knocked out by a good, if stinging, Buta Johnson team, which a couple of weeks took, took it on the chin from Dripping Springs, who's really, really good. Do we, you know, do we see that happen this week? That's one of the more intriguing matchups to me as well. Is due Johnson and Cedar Park. But for the purposes of your selection, yeah, I, I would say the Thursday and the Friday game. Can I have them both since one of them's on Thursday? Poor K. Nolas Dos. He cheated.
0: He's Craig Wayne. You
3: don't guy. even need to teleport me. I'll just drive over, <laughs> you know, to, to, I'll drive over for the first one in Brenham, and then I'll drive up the mule shoe. You'll what drive from, mule,
0: from <laughs> you might be the only person in, in history to ever drive from Brenham to mule shoe. Um, it's kind of hey, like it's hey, like
3: if I did for college Station Abilene to call uh, two state championships in one game one of them what would now be 6a back in uh, 94 was 5a Plano and Katie the other was six man between uh, Amherst and Milford I could pull this off. <laughs>
0: He's Craig Way. He's a Texas High School Football Hall of Famer. He normally joins us every Tuesday here on Texas Football Today. Listen to him on the horn in Austin and see listen to his fine work uh, when Texas plays Kansas this Saturday. Craig, appreciate your time, my friend, and I will s- talk to you tomorrow, I presume, on your show, and then I will see you on Friday.
3: Got two speeding tickets on that day, by the way. Two <laughs> going from College Station Abilene. One in Hamilton and one on the loop outside of Abilene. Ooh, Hamilton will you, did, did,
0: yeah. did Watts pay for him?
3: Oh no! I had to pay for him. but but the second one I got when I got pulled outside Abilene, left the wallet on top of the car, and drove off afterwards. And I and I was getting there just in time to make it for kickoff. I thought, and I knew when I pulled in the parking lot, I left my wallet on top of that car. And I thought, okay, I can go back and get it and miss kickoff. But for the four and a half hours that I put the hammer down. I can make kickoff. I'll go back for the wallet. Ran upstairs to the booth and the guy who was my analyst who had done the entire pregame said, Now ready to call the play by play. Here's Craig Way. All right, we're ready to go. but We do the game. Game ends. We go back out to the highway at eleven fifteen at night and uh, and and find my wallet and, and pictures of my kids strewn in the in the grass along uh, the loop around Abilene. That's in the nearie site at eleven o'clock at night. And then and then realized I did have the credit card perhaps pilfered by the arresting or the uh, ticketing officer who stopped it so that credit card was a company card that belonged to the aforementioned producer so i had to call him and he had to cancel his car he was on a cruise and he had to cancel it via ship to shore radio so yes there's always stories tied to everything
0: happy playoffs craig
3: you too tap talk to you tomorrow
0: there he goes craig white texas high school Bowl hall of famer Ugh, you guys wonder why we get him on every week Oh, uh, so good! Sex High School Hall of Famer joins us here every Tuesday, but in fact, this is Wednesday with Craig Way. Um, Wednesdays. You might call them Wayne's Days, and now we go over to Ashley Pickle <laughs> for America's second favorite segment, Final Thoughts. Don't uh, look at me like that.
1: Uh, six and say, do we have do we have a comment from Powers on that one? Because he was giving me side eye.
2: I didn't get the Wayne's Day thing.
0: Wayne's Day. Yeah, day that First was, name is Wayne.
2: Oh, Waze. Uh,
1: Ways, yeah. It sounded like you said I Wayne. He, yeah,
2: I thought he said Wayne. W- too. Well, because there's an that's ant, why it threw whatever. Me. Get on the final. Thoughts. I get it. Ways days. That's perfect.
1: Um, You're a jerk. <laughs> Go on. I, I did, might need Chicken
0: Express to as a balm <laughs> salve for this. It works, wound. man. It
1: really does. Um, I was going to remind people. I know that we are objectively a football show, but did want to remind everyone that if anyone is looking to watch a bunch of mm-hmm. uh, volleyball volleyball regional finals we have a ton of them on texan live this weekend so if you hear anyone asking for streams of texas high school volleyball mm-hmm. regional finals go to TexanLive.com. we have a ton of them there so i know we're football and yeah. we've got tons of by district games as well but we also have volleyball regional finals and wins and basketball heats up here in a bit right yeah yeah we've we're fixing to get underway with basketball I think we're going to round out volleyball and then it's it's yeah. straight into basketball look we we, so. we
0: tell you you know you guys probably know us because we talk a lot about texan life about from a football perspective and we will continue to do that because we got a bunch of playoff games this weekend which yep. we'll get to tomorrow but um we will just know that we are texan lives year-round with uh with high school Everything. football high school sports uh in every every sport so i think they did cross country the other day yeah
1: yeah we did so, a, like, yeah, yeah the state cross country me i mean literally when we say every sport like it's it's darn near close to every single
2: one of them right
0: so there you go make sure you go check that out
2: uh anything else nope powers you got anything oh just excited about the playoffs I me mean, too you going anywhere this weekend i'm going to see lone star and dallas adams tomorrow at the frisco ford center okay could set up
0: college station and lone star in the second round
2: well adams is uh eight and two so i mean i'm not i'm going to guess that they're a heavy heavy dog in that game mm-hmm. um mm-hmm but it should be fun. It's inside.
0: It's inside. Yeah. Tomorrow? It's Thursday night of her? Yeah. Oh, you can do a lot worse. You can go to go eat, eat a little pizza beforehand.
2: You know what? I live there, so I eat that pizza. I guess that's (laughs) true. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's a treat for me. You're just like, that's my neighbor. I think I'll eat at home.
3: Okay. (laughs) That's (laughs)
2: going to do it for us.
0: You're like the anti Matt step. You go to normal games and you eat at home. Home. That's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Hey, Powers, thanks. You're welcome. Uh, Thanks to Craig Way, the Texas Tech football Hall of Famer, for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please make your player of the year trophy. Tomorrow, huge show, our interview with Joy McGuire, the new head coach of the Texas Tech Red Raiders. On Texas football today.